I have written ad nauseum over the past two seasons about the NRL's pig-headedness at continuously making rule changes that mostly serve no actual purpose. There seems to be a focus at head office on excitement, fatigue and entertaining fans. But who is asking for these rule changes? The latest idea from Wayne Pierce is to award a seven-tackle set if a ball is kicked deliberately into touch. Who asked for this? Greater than https colon slash slash t dot co slash faa2 porcelain. Greater than. Greater than please just leave our game alone. The tension, grind, pressure and game management almost already gone. Would love the commission for less gimmicking with the rules and more focus on bigger picture strategy. Greater than. Greater than Christian Welch, at Quelch 94, August 26, 2021. As far as I'm concerned the seven-tackle restart if a ball goes dead or is not knocked on in the end goal is already broken and in need of fixing, given it punishes attempts at try scoring. There are virtually no fans saying, you know what we really need? Even fewer stoppages. The tide has already begun to turn against the NRL's set restart rules. When it was introduced last year, 82% of fans surveyed saw it as a positive. This season, 54% see it as a positive. The latest attempt at a rule change is at odds with already in use rules such as the 40-20 and 20-40. How can you have two rules rewarding players deliberately kicking for touch alongside another rule that punishes them for doing just that? We've long had discussions this season about fatigue in ball and play. Excellent work done by independent stats nerds, I use the term endearingly, have already shown fatigue in ball and play to be misnomers. They add very little to the game, and actually make the overall quality worse. The NRL should be more concerned about the flow-on effects of what fewer rest periods will result in. As compiled by Brian Sini, the NRL physio, we are witnessing historic highs in the number of failed highs and games missed due to concussion alongside the number of major injuries since the six again was brought in. Greater than a reminder more ball and play time slash fatigue won't always mean a more entertaining product. Increasing fatigue past a certain point will, down arrow, performance levels, and, up arrow, injury risk. Would love to see this discussed with signs from 2021 pointing to, up arrow, major injury and concussion risk https colon slash slash t dot co slash xaugrupspick.twitter.com slash eagle sjxx neb greater than greater than nrl physio at neurophysio august 26 2021 so far in 2021 we are on track to see 127 failed highs compared to the season average of 94 between 2016 and 2020 we are on track for 123 games missed due to concussion compared to the season average of 33 between 2016 and 2020 now there may be some behind-the-scenes forces impacting on games missed due to concussion as clubs become more cautious, but that's still a stunning increase. And in terms of long-term injuries we are at 73 for the season, an 18-injury increase on 2020 and a 22-injury increase on 2019. Going back to 2017, we have seen an increase of 30 major injuries a season, the majority of which have occurred since the set restart rules were brought in. We are also in the middle of one of the most lopsided seasons in the game's history, and certainly the most lopsided season in NRL history. Winning margins are blowing out, 45% of games this season have a winning margin of 19+. plus. Pretty much double the 2018 season which had 23% of games with a 19-plus margin. And where are those 19-plus margins coming from? 
They're coming from the close games. Games decided between 0 to 6 points and 7 to 12 points are down 8% and 6% respectively on the 2020 season. Go back to 2018 and it looks even worse with 0 to 6 point matches dropping a whopping 15%, while the 7 to 12 margin remains at a drop of 6%. In other words, the floggings have virtually doubled in three years with the biggest jump being in the last 12 months. Peter V Landis claimed back in May that games are entertaining for the viewer. I failed to see how breathless players, madly scrambling to stay in games as a dominant side like Melbourne runs over them with no rest in sight is entertaining. Games have become more predictable than ever. Funnily enough, in the past couple of weeks, set restarts have reduced, former set restart leading referee Grant Atkins has pretty much half the number of restarts he's awarded in the past two weeks. He's gone from an average of eight per game, to three last week and four or five this week. We'll see if the trend continues and leads to tighter margins. What is clear right now, is the NRL is busy tinkering with rules it has no reason to touch, making the game worse and widening a divide between the good and bad sides. Furthermore, the NRL is likely to try and institute this without a proper trial period in the lower grades like they did with the two most recent blocks of rule changes. Stoppages in rugby league, in any sport, are completely natural. Players need a break, and they need a way to organize their field position. Stoppages are not evil, they are part of our game of attrition, field position and breaking down the opponent. Rugby league already is the toughest sport in the world combining immense physicality, toughness, fitness and skills. You don't need to continuously tinker with rules to improve it or attract more fans. Just let the game be. Read more. The NRL is a danger to itself. The NRL should stop messing with rules that had no real need to be changed. By Elliot Richardson December 11, 2020 May 5, 2021. The NRL is a danger to itself Part 2. The NRL continues to shoot itself in the foot every time Peter V Landis comes up with a new idea that makes little sense. By Elliot Richardson May 5, 2021 May 5, 2021.